everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Girl of Color podcast. I'm your host, Danielle B., coming at you live from the studio. You're probably asking yourself, like, who is Danielle B.? Who is this person? Who's Creative Girl of Color? Well, I'm an artist, I'm an entrepreneur, mom of two, YouTuber, podcaster, metalsmith, and much, much more. Now, on this show, I'm going to be breaking down all the tea on what's happening behind the scenes with the artists, as well as having artist interviews while encouraging diversity in the artist community, one brush stroke at a time. And I'm also here to help you guys, you artists at home, find your passion and your purpose through the world of art. If you want to be a part of the conversation, come over and join the family over on Facebook under Creative Girl of Color, where we're going to be doing Facebook Live interviews, as well as tips, tricks, tutorials, and much, much more, okay? So you definitely don't want to miss out. Also, don't forget to hit a girl up over on social media and let me know how you're feeling, what you're feeling, what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? Tell me if you have any burning questions that you want me to ask on my next podcast. And let's dig in. Intro music by Casey Jen. To get your dope beats today, look him up on Instagram under Case Charm. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Girl of Color podcast. I'm your host, Danielle B., and today we're going to talk all about how every opportunity is not a good opportunity. We're going to unpack some of the stories that I have to talk about with you guys and help you avoid some of the pitfalls of opportunistic people that may come along in your future. And if you're new to the channel, you're new to the podcast, basically I'm here to help you guys find your passion and purpose through the world of art. So let's dig in. So everybody knows that being an artist looks, from the outside looking in, it looks beautiful, it's a wonderful thing, and it is a wonderful thing. I mean, art has been such a beautiful, uh, I want to say, opportunity for me. It, It has basically saved my life, you guys, like. It has broadened my horizons. I have met so many beautiful people. And um, I say that to say this, that, um, you know, I want to start off with the good at first to let you know that being an artist is such a beautiful thing, okay? (laughs) You know, I hate to keep repeating myself about it, you know what I'm saying, but like it is i mean it's dope i mean you you get to bring like uh you know sunshine and butterflies to the world uh you are on trend you are setting trends 
you are basically setting the world on fire and make artists make the world go round. I mean, you can be involved in so many different facets of life that will keep the world going uh, through all the madness. But of course, there is an underbelly, you guys. It's a massive underbelly of, and with, like I said, with every, uh, no matter where you are, with whatever career, no matter where you live, there's always going to be bad people, bad apples in every scenario. And these are some of the things that we're going to dig in and talk about during this episode so that, especially for you newbies out there, um, so you don't feel, you know, as lost in the process. And these are some of the things that I really wished I knew about or things that I really, uh, you know, had somebody to kind of warn me about in the beginning because I was so, when I first started my art career, which was not even like a few years ago, um, I was so kind of like wide-eyed, doe-eyed about the whole process, thinking, oh, wow, you know, this is going to be such a beautiful opportunity, which it is, and everybody in here or everybody in the art world or in art is going to be so wonderful. And, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, because that's how it seems, you know, but that's not always the case. Okay. Uh, so let's go into the story. All right. Now, about two years ago, right around this time of year, and I think that's probably why I'm kind of reminiscing on it and talking about it because, um, it really, this time of year kind of brings back that memory of what I went through during that time. So about two or three years ago, I was in the midst of, you know, gaining a following on Instagram, getting, um, you know, starting to get a little bit of a buzz around my art, a little bit of a buzz around my content about around my Instagram. And I think this was probably before I even started YouTube. But um, I had did, you know, a few portraits and I got a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a blip on the social media meter uh, as far as, oh, somebody to kind of watch and look at because the fact that, you know, I had did a celebrity portrait and then I had got a little bit of recognition from that. And when I say little bit, I mean little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I did get quite a few extra followers from that particular portrait, right? So that was wonderful, right? And I had somebody, I think she kind of inboxed me or something like that. It was a lady, oh, you know what? No, 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 let's back up. What happened is I had another artist friend who referred me to, uh, you know, like a gallery, but it wasn't like a gallery, but it was more like referred me to these business people or group of business artists, which will remain nameless. Okay. But, um, she kind of referred me to these, uh, people 
saying that, oh, hey, <clears throat> these people be, really would help you out. They would really love, uh, you know, they help you with promoting your art, da-da-da-da. Like, she really talked these people up. You know, she said they're locally uh, placed, like they were already located in Baltimore, which was absolutely dope because that's where I'm located. So I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And she was like, you know, go ahead and contact them. I was like asking her, okay, did you sell art through this person, blah, 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 blah. She was like, oh, yeah, I sold art through this person, blase, blase. So that right there, you know, I kind of I kind of trusted this artist because I kind of knew her a little bit. She was local. We met a few times. We collaborated. So I had a little bit of a trust in this person to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and contact these people that were supposedly legit. Okay. And I did that. I contacted the person, you know, they was like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to be having a little gallery show or whatever at this place in, uh, locally here in Baltimore. It's going to be at a market. It's going to be super dope. Da da da. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm with that. I'm all the way with that. You know, I was so excited. You know, uh, she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to feature your stuff because your stuff is so beautiful. It's so much more unique than everybody else's. And, of course, girl, you know, <laughs> you know, I was with that all the way because, um, you know, who doesn't feel like, who doesn't want to be flattered? Who doesn't want to feel like they're special? And um, I didn't know anything. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'm getting referred by an artist friend that I trust. And she said that, you know, this person or these people know how to sell art. They're well-versed in it, da 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 So I went even further. I asked the person who was doing the whole gallery event, who was willing to take me on. And da da da, and showcase some of my stuff, especially since they had a hookup with this market. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, you know, it's gonna be so beautiful and wonderful. We're gonna showcase your stuff. It, uh, we're gonna have you're gonna have your own section in the market. It's gonna be super dope, blase blase." So I was with it. Okay, we made a whole big plan. You know, it was like. um Basically, they didn't take any money. It wasn't like a fee, like a hanging fee. Because in some, uh, you know, galleries, they charge you like a hanging fee or uh, an entrance fee if you want to give your art in and da-da-da. So I was even more with it because I'm like, okay, that's even better because there's no hanging fee. There's nothing. It's just they said they would get a 30% commission. Okay, you guys? You following me? So they said they would get a 30% commission. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 30% commission, that's what's up. And, you know, they're going to be marketing my art beforehand, letting people know. Oh, they also said they had collectors. They already had collectors in the bag. With the lady that was actually curating the market show, she claimed she was already, she was an artist. She actually came to my home showed me a couple of her pieces. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, I showcase art, da-da-da. I'm an artist. This is, here's my art. Here's, like, copies of my prints, blase, blase. 
So I'm like, oh, okay, she gave me a lot of reference material. She showed me a couple of tips and tricks, and I was all the way on board. Because I figured, okay, I got referred. You know, I ticked all the boxes. I got referred by artist friend. Then I reached out, did my research on who these people were. You know, um, the artist friend claimed that, that she was able to make, like, almost $1,000 with this person. Blase, blase. So I was like, oh, okay, yes. So we booked the date, you guys, okay? Uh, it was supposed to be for, like, December or something like that. Right around almost Christmas time, uh, the show was supposed to be where me and probably two other people were supposed to be showcased at this particular market, okay? So I was excited. She said, meet us at, you know, whatever date and time at the market, you know, have your stuff ready to hang, da 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 So I was like, okay, cool. I get there to the market, okay, boom. That's when I find out, well, actually a couple of days before that, she sent me some of the materials on what type of market this was. <clears throat> Sorry, you guys, I'm all hoarse tonight. But, yeah, uh, she sent me the materials on what type of market this place would actually be. And I was like, wait a minute. First of all, this. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. First of all, this market. Okay. First of all, when I seen it, right. I, the market was an actual like uh, it was. Uh, I don't even know how to say it. it was. It was seemed like it was a food court or some shit like that. So that should have been red flag number one. Okay. Because it's not like it was like a full-blown gallery or, uh, you know, someplace that specifically showed art. It was like, oh, it was a market. It was like someplace people went, hundreds of people went. Now, mind you, hundreds of people did go there, okay? So, boom. I voiced my concerns to her. I said, you know what? I don't know because... You know, I don't know if I really want to commit to this. And then, you know, it really doesn't work out and da-da-da. And she was like, no, you know, come on. Um, We was able to, you know, sell people's art still. We're still going to be advertising for you. We're still going to be doing all these things. Blase, blase. So I was like, okay, so she convinced me. She kind of coaxed me into it. You know, I say, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance. I need the exposure. And see, that's the thing, you guys. If you are in a des, when you start feeling desperate, where you need the exposure, you need to get your name out there, that's when you start making mistakes. And that was mistake number one for me because I felt like I was so desperate for the opportunity. I was too desperate for the, um, anything that involves being desperate is no good. That's a, that's a recipe for a disaster right there. Okay. So basically, um, you know, be careful with that. Be careful when you start feeling like that, because that'll back you up into a corner and you'll end up being in situations that you have no business being in to begin with. And in the end, it's not only will it cost you uh, possibly several relationships, but it will make you look bad, your art look bad, and it may even end up costing you some money, which happened to me, right? 
So, um, <clears throat> moving forward or whatever, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. I'm going to, I have, all, and, you know, again, she said she has collectors on deck. She got uh, all these people, all these relationships that she's built over the years, blase, blase. So I was like, oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay, 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 you know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. So I went ahead with the project. Um, advertised it all over social media. I mean, uh, you know, people were excited, like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, you're having your first little show. She even convinced me to go buy prints. Oh, my God. She said, oh, go buy prints. You know, get some prints, set up a little table. Um, It's going to be a whole thing. Like, we're going to be talking all about you. It's going to be all about you, okay? So, I said, okay, because at, at first I wasn't even thinking about that because I didn't really know what to do. You know, it's going to be my first kind of, like, gallery show. I was feeling fancy, like, oh, my God, it's going to be all about me, my first little gallery thing, my first little whatever, because, of course, the uh, market slash whatever it was, meat market, <laughs> the market slash food court had a gallery inside of it, okay? So... You know, I, I'm like feeling myself inside the freaking meat market, okay? So, she's like, okay, so drop your stuff off. So, we get over there the morning of, and when I get over there, uh, you know, number one, she's late, okay? And I'm a stickler for people being late, especially when it comes to business. When you're late, that expresses to me that you really don't care about my time, you 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 know what I'm saying? Like, I need to reclaim my time, honey, okay? Because you're not on it. You're not on top of your job. And that's the thing. You have to watch when people, I, I would say, stand back and actually watch people. Watch. Don't watch what people say to you. Look at their actions. You know, if somebody comes to you and they come to your inbox, because as being an artist, you're going to get people all day long. That's going to be all up in your inbox. That's going to be having the next uh, hair brain scheme, the next uh, big thing that's going to be going on, that they, that they want you to be a big, um, like an opportunity for you. It's going to be, they're going to present it like it's a good opportunity for you when meanwhile it's really a good opportunity for them. Okay? So these are the things that you have to watch out for. Do your due, you know how I say it, I can't even say the word, but you know what I'm talking about, do your due diligence, you guys. <laughs> do that due diligence, okay? Because when you don't do it, you're not paying attention to what's going on, that's how you get screwed, okay? I, I definitely don't want you anybody to experience that. And I mean, as artists, we're going to experience stuff like that on a regular basis anyway, but as much as you can avoid it, go ahead and, uh, you know, try to avoid it as much as you can. So basically, uh, you know, the, the morning of, after that whole thing, she was late, da, 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 right. Um, she, you know, she hung some of the stuff up for me. I really, I forgot to put some of the hangers on the back of the paintings and stuff like that. So she's like, oh, you know, I'll do it for you, but I'm going to charge you like $5 per thing. And I had, and then she was like encouraging me to make extra paintings 
for this particular gallery show, supposed gallery show. Um, she was encouraging me to make all these extra paintings. She was telling me, you know, uh, I, I'm going to charge you for all the different hangers that I'm putting on the back of the paintings. So that was like 10 pieces I submitted to this particular bogus-ass show, okay? And <clears throat> it's taken me, I tell you, it's taken me this long to actually have the courage to kind of even talk about it. And the only reason I'm talking about it right now because I feel like it's going to be something great for you guys to see a learning experience and see that, you know, maybe you have gone through something like this already and you're not alone. You know what I'm saying? So, um, basically, you know, uh, she hangs, you know, gets ready to hang the paintings up, da 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 So, she starts putting my paintings, like, by the bathroom, scattered all over the place. She had no idea where to even hang the paintings. What, you know, she had basically all, me and uh, two other artists' paintings all mixed up with each other. So we didn't even have separate sections. So that was another red flag for me because that told me right then and there that this woman had no idea how to even conduct herself in a, a gallery type of setting because I feel like if you're going to have a gallery, like, when, okay, for instance, when you go to, what, the Smithsonian the uh, the National Portrait Gallery or any type of other museum, you're not going to see uh, a Van Gogh and a Picasso all in the same section, okay? No, you are not going to see that. What you're going to see is you're going to see Van Gogh's going to have his own little section, Picasso's going to have his own little section. That way, you know who people are. You know what I'm saying? So that told me right then and there that she had no idea what she was even doing. She was just throwing things at the wall all willy-nilly and had no game plan on how to even conduct business. I brought this up to her attention. I was like, well, I don't know. You know, that don't look right. I don't know if that should even be over there. And then my thing is, like, you have my gorgeous paintings by the bathroom heifer. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, what in the hell is going on? Okay, so she had my, my paintings by the bathroom, da-da-da. I said to her, no, I, I, don't, I feel like that's disrespectful to even put my paintings by the bathroom, especially when you don't have the other artist's paintings by the bathroom, but you put mine's over there. And it's like, what? Like, people are going to buy my painting? Like, they're going to buy my paintings, like, in between taking a dump? You know, like, are they going to get my painting, like, in between taking a dump or what? Okay? So, I was like, uh, 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 nah, buddy, that don't even sound right. So, um, after that, you know, she was like, oh, yeah, 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 I, you know, I got you. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to rearrange everything. I'm just trying to, you know, make sure everybody gets, uh, uh, you know, the same sunlight, the same spotlight. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I feel like we all should have our own little sections. That way people know, you know, who's who and da-da-da. And that told me right there also, you well, you got to think about if if a curator or promoter or whatever they are is not really there 
to kind of make sure that you're good as the artist. And mind you, she said she was an artist herself. If they're not really there to make sure you're good and they're more so worried about their bottom line or pleasing the gallery that they're associated with, then that's a red flag, okay? That's something you really need to rethink and and kind of think about, uh, you know, do I need to back up out of this situation right here? So um, uh, I dropped the paintings off. So the next following day, I think, was the actual opening night or whatever. Now, mind you, she said it was mandatory for us to be there on that opening night. Okay, it wasn't optional. It was mandatory. Okay, now mind you, I told all my friends, my family members, everybody on social media. Uh, I had a few friends that was geared up to come, and family members was there. Da da da. So, the day of, she calls me up and she's like, "Oh, um, you know, the gallery totally forgot." That you were supposed to have a show. Mind you, I spent, what, uh, what, $100 between prints and other crap for this particular venue. Because she said that I should set up a table and have all of this other stuff going on. Okay, so um, then she calls me the day of, a few hours of, and says, oh, well, you know, the gallery totally forgot. The gallery slash meat market... <laughs> totally forgot that you were supposed to show over here today that you guys were supposed to, it was supposed to be an event here. So they might cancel the whole thing. I said, uh-uh, uh-uh, nuh-uh, chicken head. Like, I don't know what you talk about. I done spent money. I done put out flyers. I done did time, resources, energy, and now you telling me this? Oh, hell to the nah. So she was like, oh, oh, okay, well, I'm going to fix it. Now, mind you, okay, so let me back up a little bit. This particular curator had a partner. And during this whole debacle, she was communicating with me through her black partner. It was like she felt like she didn't want or she couldn't relate to me. Or she didn't want to have conversation with me, uh, 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 you know, through herself. So it was like she was mostly communicating with me through her partner. And I really didn't even get, get that part of it because the relationship that I initially set up was, was through her. So that was another red flag, okay, that you guys should watch out for. If people are, you know, not really communicating properly They seem like they don't know what's really going on. They seem like they don't really have your best interests at heart. That is a red flag. That's time for you to back out of that situation. So, um, you know, she has a partner communicate to me all this stuff. She's like, well, I don't really know what's going on. You know, I'm going to communicate it to, you know, my partner. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll get back to you and da-da-da-da. Whatever, whatever, right? So I'm like, mm, 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 mm. Okay, so she gets back to me because I said, uh, you know, if that's the case, you know, you're going to have to find a way to recoup me back some of my money that I done spent on this venue. 
you're going to have to find a way to do something or reschedule or do something because this is unacceptable. It's unprofessional for you guys to be at the 11th hour trying to figure out where we're supposed to be. Okay. So, uh, she called me back a couple hours later. She's like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. It's back on, but, uh, it's going to be a little bit later in the day. So I'm like, Oh Lord. Okay. So we get there, right? We get there later in the day. All right. We're going to fast forward to that event. We get there. I'm excited. I'm still broadcasting on social media, putting a smile on my face. Like everything's fine. Everything's okay. Uh, even though I felt like total crap and, um, you know, I was exhausted and I had spent all this money and, uh, you know, for her to be not really sure about what's going to happen, but I wanted to be positive because positivity breeds positivity and to, you know, say, okay, well, okay, that was a snafu. Let's figure it out. Okay. I get there. And boom, when I get there, of course, um, you know, she's high as a freaking kite. <laughs> oh my God. This heifer was high as a kite. Okay. All right. She was three sheets to the motherfucking wind. All right. This girl was super high. And for the life of me, I couldn't even figure out why would you even come to an event where you have to conduct business? Like, this ain't a party. Like, I, I, I get it. Like, you know, if you're partying, you're chilling, you're out with your friends or whatever, that's fine. But you're conducting business, trying to sell art, trying to get the word out. But you come late, high as a kite. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that was it. I knew it was going downhill from there. You know what I'm saying? So then, <clears throat> um, you know, the night goes on. And basically, people were just passing by, not paying attention to what was happening. Um, the few people that I did speak to... Uh, as far as patrons at this particular meat market, okay, slash food court, had no idea that they even had a gallery in there. Um, she showed up with her partner, nobody with her, no collectors, no uh, uh, opportunities, no networking, nobody for me to meet, nobody for me to talk to, no buyers, no nothing. Um you know, and then basically had no explanation as to why she had no one with her, why she didn't really do much advertising on any of her social media, because that was another thing, like, I scanned her social media real quick, seeing that she really didn't even advertise for it, she really didn't even put out any feelers, she really didn't do anything whatsoever to make sure that she had my best interest at heart, and promoted anything, especially seeing how she encouraged me to spend money on this particular event. Because if that's the case, I would have just dropped my stuff off and kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, uh, 
chicken head was was rubbing me the wrong way. <laughs> and I realized that quick that at the 11th hour when it was way too late for me to realize that I realized she had no idea what she was doing. She all the business uh savvy since she claimed she had all the collectors she knew supposedly all their uh um you know people that she claimed was down for the arts that she knew all the supporters all the blase blase was nowhere to be found okay and then uh, uh I realized later on that she had an actual relationship with the person that owned the market and basically she was just recruiting artists just to fill up this man's wall in that particular market to make him look good. She had no intentions of selling any paintings. She didn't care whether she sold any paintings. She did no advertising. She was very unprofessional. She was busted and disgusted. And then she showed up and she had a giant bump on the side of her fat. (laughs) Woo! She had a giant bump on the side of her face that looked like it was about to start talking to me and was about to walk off the side of her face and start cooking some meals and and, and socializing up in the event. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was an absolute mess, you guys. Absolute mess. She did your girl dirty, okay? Super dirty, all right? And then, okay, boom. Let's say, okay, you don't have the collectors that you said you did. You don't you don't know any buyers. You don't know anyone, okay? Uh okay, so let's say that, right? Now, when you get there, why not reach out to some people? Why not try to socialize and network? You know, you know what she was doing? She was back and forth going to the car, smoking weed, drinking, socializing with people, but was not even paying attention to the art. She was not paying attention to selling the art. She was not paying attention to me as the artist. It was, oh, hey, you're here to just put your wall on the art. I mean, put your art on the wall. Uh, Make this place look good. Make me look good. Like I have some clout. Like I have somebody here to actually place their stuff up here. And boom. You know, or and, and I have some beautiful art for people to look at as they get drunk and eat guacamole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so me being the person that I am, okay, I turned on the charm, you know, went around, socialized, got a few people to come over to the booth, buy some stuff, um... Sold a few cards, prints, da da da. I had the friends that came, uh, you know, bought some art and stuff like that. This was all me, you guys. Me hitting the ground running, grinding it out, being the boss that I am, you know, turning on that charm, doing what I do best, networking, socializing, and putting that work in. This was all me that got sales that I needed. And it wasn't even what I needed, but I got enough sales to say, okay, hey, it might or might not be worth it. Okay, boom. That's Murphy's Law, right? 
the shit hits the fan, okay? My friend that came to purchase some art and support my event gets her car towed. (laughs) Oh, Lord. And if that wasn't enough, I got my car towed as well. Jesus Christ, Lord of mercy. I swear to God, you guys, I wanted to cry like a dog. I wanted to wring her neck. I wanted to, to, I could kick myself for even, that was everything in the universe. See, and that's another thing, you guys, right? I'm a firm believer in following the signs. Knowing the signs of the universe, the universe tends to tell you when something is not right for you. The universe will warn you by having a lot of things occur beforehand and even during to let you know like, hey, this is not going to be a good opportunity. This is not right for you. X, Y, and Z. Right? And that's pretty much what occurred. Um, beforehand, again, all the stuff that was happening, them uh, possibly trying to cancel the event, her uh, being kind of flaky, unreliable, unreachable, unprofessional. These were all red flags in the beginning process of everything that I should have taken heed to. But I did not take heed to it because I took the word of somebody I known and because I felt, uh, you know, I really needed the exposure and I was being desperate, like a desperado. You know what I'm saying? So take heed, you guys. Look before you leap. Do your research. Pay attention to who you're getting in bed with because, uh, you know, Again, going back to my title, every opportunity is not a good opportunity, okay? Sometimes things seem great in the beginning, and then they're not great, all right? So going back to the, uh, getting back into the heat of it, her car got towed, my car got towed, okay? You guys, that's $1,000 in the friggin' hole, a thousand dollars in the hole because why? Because the curator couldn't be bothered to tell us, uh, uh, you know, properly what the parking rules were around there, what's really going on. She wasn't helpful at all in that situation. Um, so after that, I ended up, you know, we ended up taking a cab home. I had to give my friend at least $200 to help her with her towing situation because if it wasn't for me, she would have never been there to begin with. And, and uh, um, you know, needless to say, that friend never talked to me again. I never heard from her again. You know, because she's like, oh, you're, you're bad news. <laughs> and then, mind you, I felt so bad because she had her kids with her. Oh my God, you guys, you talking about feeling bad. Like I, I felt like the most heapingest piece of crap on earth that I had invited this woman out and then her car got towed and then I had to come out of my own pocket to pay for her towing as well as my own. 
So basically, I was what a thousand dollars in a hole, and meanwhile, I didn't make hardly no, I didn't make hardly any money, and the money I did make was based off of my own advertising, my own free will, my own, uh, uh, you know, networking and bravado. It wasn't anything that had to do with this woman that I had uh, taken the time to even be bothered with. Okay, now mind you. You know, she claimed she was, uh, you know, social media extraordinaire. She was this, that, and the third, blase, blase, but she was none of those things, okay? She was uh, basically a pothead that was a liar and an opportunist, and all she cared about was looking good and giving opportunities to these uh you know, business owners in the local Baltimore area, and she could care less about the artists in particular, okay? So that was my nightmare story. Um, And, you know, it didn't end there after probably a week later because she was like, oh, you know, um, uh, because she still has some of my paintings. And, you know, I signed a contract where I also signed a contract with her, you guys. That's another thing. Be careful signing anything. You want to make sure you do that research. She wanted that contract badly because she wanted me to give her 30% of any profit. Meanwhile, she did no work. Okay, you guys? She did no work. So what am I giving you 30% of exactly? Okay? So uh, a month later when it was time for me to go kind of... Before that, to go pick up the, my paintings and stuff like that. Um, I I barely heard anything from her within that month. I didn't speak to her at all besides the fact that I called her to check on the status of anybody buying paintings, da 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 which, of course, nobody bought anything, okay? And, uh, you know, then she... Um, She's like, oh, okay, well, you know, come get, you can come get your paintings, blase, blase. So I come get my paintings a month later, and she's like, oh, well, can you leave this particular painting with me? Because I know I have a buyer for him. He's going to come here at 5 o'clock, you guys. He's going to be here at 5 o'clock. He's going to get this painting. It's going to be all wonderful and beautiful. You're going to make a sale. That's 250 in your pocket. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, uh, homegirl lied, okay? She lied through her teeth with that situation because it ended up being nobody there uh, came to sell any paintings uh, or to buy any paintings, let's say that. Nobody came to buy any paintings. Nobody uh, reached out to her. Nobody did. I I see no credible evidence that anybody wanted to buy anything from her. A week passed by and she still hadn't sold the painting and she was still fiddling around and playing around. So I had to go through a bunch of drama with her arguing and and carrying on. Um, I mean, it, it turned nasty to the point where I had to actually go in on her to even get my painting back. So... Boom. Okay, the moral of the story, you guys, 
You know? Look before you leap. Watch who you get in bed with. You know? Every opportunity, you guys, is not a good opportunity. Um, I wish it was. I wish people were not as nasty and as opportunistic as they really are. But that is the bottom line of human uh, nature and how people conduct business, uh, especially people who uh, may be on the fringes of the art world or artists that may not even be as successful or maybe uh, as successful as you are or maybe they they see that, oh, you shining or you exuding a certain thing. So, yeah, I want to get in on that opportunity and I want to get some of that shine or you may be an up-and-comer, so they want to uh, capitalize on your, um, you know, the fact that you're naive to the process, the fact that you're uh, hungry for opportunity and resources and exposure. So there's nasty opportunistic people that take full advantage of that. That particular situation devastated me, but at the same time, it taught me a valuable lesson about the art world that I will never, ever forget. And even though she was another artist, she was a dirty type of person, and she didn't seem like she cared about other artists like she pretended she did. So think about that. You know, just because somebody's in the same field as you, doesn't mean they care about you. You know, just because somebody's doing the same thing as you doesn't mean they rock with you. These people, some people just may like how you shining or they they just want to, uh, you know, get a bit or piece of whatever they feel like you're getting over there in your section. And another thing, you guys, you got to remember that what is for somebody else is not for you. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's situation is going to be different when it comes to art. And you have to uh, try to be as good as you can and let people shine the way they need to shine. You know, uh, but watch out, you guys. You're going to get DMs and all sorts of people popping out of the woodworks as you get more and more exposure as some of you may know, and you have to watch your back. But don't let it take away your shine and your happiness and your beauty and the things that you contribute to this world because then they win in the end, okay? And that's going to conclude our episode, you guys. I hope it wasn't too long for you. I love you guys so, so much. And I hope you stay creative. And keep that same sunshine. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye.